0: Welcome to the Leaders Who Care, a podcast powered by Dynamis Group. We are here to give the stage and support to those committed to create a positive and lasting impact way beyond the profits and margins, the leaders of the world who care for others and serve a bigger purpose. Join us on the journey of creating a better, more caring world. And now to your host, Marion Timalkov.
1: happy wednesday dear audience thank you for joining us today as you know we are on a mission to find some of the most caring leaders from every corner of the world and give stage to show that how they achieve their success and to look into how do they care about the the world the community and today we have the privilege to welcome tulshani who is a founder and a managing partner of serona partners um, a company, a venture capitalist fund that invested in more than 300 businesses, startups, and they have achieved more than seven, well, they have achieved seven unicorns. And um, also, um, Tud is a uh, uh, part of the Global Shapers at the World Economic Forum and really doing so many different things. And she's just joining us today to thank you for being with us.
0: Thank you so much for inviting me, Ryan
1: um you guys have done exceptionally well you started in 2017 and just uh, looking at your track records creating so much value um i'm sure there's uh, a lot of um uh things that you have done to achieve that but uh maybe starting with you first uh, to what attracted you to um to be an entrepreneur above all and uh And really to create and to solve those world problems.
0: You're really starting with the the gist, the most important part. Um, So for me, um, entrepreneurship is by far the best way to move our world forward. Um, This is why I love entrepreneurship.
1: And... um, when you look at, um, since we, we talk about uh, care and and uh, really what, for me, entrepreneurship is a great catalyst for positive impact, very much aligned with you, and that's what I was so excited about our conversation. Um, tell us more about how the idea to found Serona Partners came about and um, your own journey. We're we interested in you personally. Um, how, especially for our audience that are looking up to you today and maybe considering what would be their uh, next step, how they want to rise?
0: Um, so Sarona was actually um, starting from a joint vision that both me and um, my co-founder had where we're both very connected to the Israeli uh, ecosystem, and, and we, from each of us, from our own, um, from our own past and from our own reason. But we both saw back in 2016, 2017, that the Israeli startup ecosystem is very much driven by exits, and a lot mm-hmm. of the entrepreneurs, even though. the the Israeli scene was always very strong from the technical standpoint and product standpoint. We didn't have the mentality of building big companies. And the mentality of the Israeli entrepreneur was very much building a product or building a technology and thriving for the exit. If you were asking in 2017, a founder, what's your vision? What's your dream? They would tell you, I want to exit my company. And for me, Um, And my partner shares that too. We both come from the business standpoint. And if you look at a company from the business perspective, selling the company is actually often a failure because you failed to to build the company bigger. And from the business perspective, your vision should always be, how can I grow more my company? How can I serve more customers? How can I bring more value into the world through the products that I'm providing and the problems that I'm solving and we decided that uh, it's about time to um, to bring into the Israeli entrepreneurs uh, the mindset of building versus selling this was the beginning of uh, the motivation for us to build uh, to build Sarona, um which we did and now it turned to be one of You know, the leading VCs and tech ecosystems in Israel and globally. Actually, we're now uh, we started investing globally since um, since 2020. And we also have um, locations that we've opened in New York and in San Francisco. And we have a small chapter in Mexico and uh, in Europe as well. Now opening Asia.
1: Thank you for sharing that. Actually, I wasn't aware. If i often see i think it's a common theme of uh, entrepreneurs or of founders to to do an exit uh and often maybe driven by a bigger vision because they want to create gather some capital and do more and more other things but you're right you know if you stick around with your vision for that organization that can be much bigger. It's, a, it's kind of a lifetime. Uh, it can be a lifetime vision, really, to make a difference. And that's a really a different perspective and, and a change in mindset you know, to, to look at things in this way.
0: Yeah, you know, it's just a question. If, if you have something in your hand, and you know that within two years, it's going to be worth $5 billion, and you know it, because you know that you are going to bring it there, if I offer you $50 million, would you sell?
1: Mm-hmm. That you is won't. a good. No. You would only you
0: sell would. if you if you doubt the fact that it would be a five billion dollar.
1: Yeah, that's it. That that is where uh, that's a good point, which is the the doubt, and um, or if there's some sort of pressure that's coming onto you that could be financial or other, other kind of issues that you may be dealing with, but that could that's be overcome. True. If you if you really have have this, and um, you at Serona you really um, a great example of how quickly you could grow to such a large valuation seven unicorns in such a short period of time, um, and uh, you talk about leadership and power of leadership. Um, what is your approach to this? What do you look for when you are um, when you're looking at those? Future investments. When you look at the founders, what are the values and and that connect with you?
0: Um, it's funny because uh, you know you're really barging into an open door. Uh, I'm now in, in in Thailand and I'm just I'm, I'm doing some meetings here with uh, family offices and uh, just and just exited a meeting with the Bangkok Bank. They asked me a similar question, and my answer was. <laughs> No, it's, it's true, because that's, that's the the essence of you know, who do you choose to invest in, right? And that's the, mm. the, the secret sauce of how do you make a good, good portfolio and a good venture fund. Um, so for us, the key is execution. The key is execution. And execution, um, a lot of times, comes from resilience. So when you're looking at a founder, you're trying to understand... How well can they execute on the problem that they chose to solve? And how resilient are they to be able to stick to it and to find solutions if things don't go as planned? I mean, COVID, COVID made a lot of companies shut down, but those that had were, were led by founders that had you know, high level of resilience, they came back home and they said what are we going to do and they were very agile to change their model pivot the company refocus the target market we have one company like this in our portfolio they were with us in new york in march 2020. and they uh, what they did back then they're a company that is doing um, a software solution for retailers that has different, you know, branches. So they were working with all the big fashion chains in Israel and in the U.S. And then COVID started. And one after the other, their customers started shutting down their, you know, budgets. Um, And they were devastated. We were there in New York, March. There was the first case of the taxi driver in New York that got COVID. And then, you know, it started spreading around. And they were sure they're going to close the company. And the founder went back home and we sat together and we made a brainstorming session. And we said, okay, what what can we do? In this current market, current situation, what can the solution that we have in hand, who can this be useful for? And we retarget the the solution to grocery chains and uh, gas stations. And the company flew. That's what you're looking for when when you want to uh, um, to choose the characteristics of of a founder.
1: No, that is really inspirational, and you're right there's a lot of bumps uh, someone described being an entrepreneur is like eating glass <laughs> it could be like really difficult moments and uh, you need to be like I've never done that so I can't uh, you know testify but uh, I I do I know I do know that as a CEO so gone through very difficult moments a lot and you need to have lots of resilience and uh, really stamina to go through those challenges the question is um w- when it comes down to personal well-being and, and care um do you look into the uh, their daily routine or the founders of how do they take care of themselves is that something which uh, is important apart from that characteristic or do you support the founders with know-how or ways to really do better because one of the uh, key advantages of, of being with someone like serona or the, the venture capitalist is they can get access to knowledge and, and best practices that they don't have. So
0: I think it, it usually comes down to relationships, right? I mean, it's not that we're giving them lessons about mindfulness, right? It's not, it's not our, mm-hmm. um, I don't think this is necessarily our role um, as a VC and, you know, looking also at uh, not only our money that we invest heavily um, also ourselves into companies and insi- inside the fund, but also the, the LPs that we have. I mean, our main, op- main responsibility uh, is to work with these founders to build big companies. Um, but along the way, you build relationships with them. And when you build relationships with them, you become not only their investor. If you do your job well, you become their counsel. You become their advisor. You become their friend. And and as you become a person and not only a checkbook or a wallet, then you have conversations. And in the conversations, you exchange a lot about their mental pressure, about their uh, management pressure. You know, being a CEO is often pretty lonely position um, and you don't always have the possibility to discuss with anyone really about your, your state. Um, and we do like to take the position of, um, of the advisor to the CEO rather than you know, the strict VC that you need to hide your failures from because they would feel like they're not going to back you anymore but rather being there for the founders in good times and bad times. And if we feel that the company has potential, then really working with the founder, both on their personal ability to lead the company, uh, but also on their leadership team and the management. And um, For example, we have um, communities of C-suite teams. So we have a CMO community and a CFO community and a CEO community. And there is a lot of exchange happening within those groups. Um, And some of this exchange also involves personal uh, growth aspects of being an entrepreneur. Um, Then, yes, not directly, but heavily, yes.
1: I can see. And and now you talk about scaling companies and say how how we can help them really not just to have an exit. You have seven unicorns in the portfolio. What is the largest uh, business that you have in the in in the portfolio in terms of and how do you measure uh, size? Is it people? Is it revenue? What what do you look for when you talk about scalability?
0: Um, Usually scalability is measured by uh, revenue growth. Um, Then obviously you look at the number of customers and you look at, but that depends what they do, right? I mean, an SMB company would have more customers than an enterprise company. Mm-hmm. Uh, our biggest company today is 12.5 billion in valuation. Then we have uh, 9 billion, we have a 2 billion, we have a 7 billion, we have 1 billion. Um, and the biggest company has today a bit over 2,000 employees um, all over the world and $300 million in ARA. In
1: wow. And that's, uh, yeah, th- that is just from uh, from a few years of operations. I mean, that's uh, yeah, really yeah. inspirational and, and really what you do. Um, do you find, can care and business work together?
0: Um, I think they must. I don't think that a business leader who doesn't care can endure for, for long. I mean, you must care all around, right? I mean, you, you care for your employees, you care for your customers. You, in, my, in our case, we care for the portfolio companies, we care for the customers of the portfolio companies, we care for our investors, our LP investors. Um, we care for the, inv- the co-investors that co-invested with us in the portfolio companies, um, and in fact, care is um, is one of our core values um, that we've we've defined um, as as a way of operating. And I don't think you can do it without. Um, you would tell me that there probably that there are cases. But I, I personally, I don't think that, uh, that you can be as successful if you don't care. Because if you don't care, then you would not go the extra mile for your customer, right? Or for your portfolio company or for your investor. Um, you would not try harder uh, when things are not going as planned. I and mean, if you don't care, the underlying of not caring is is not doing, not trying as hard, not pushing, not thinking, not being creative not think outside the box, because you don't care.
1: Thank you. That's that's really what we want to really um, confirm consistently through different businesses, because it's not sustainable if you don't care. You can't attract the exceptionally gifted talent, which we are deeply passionate about at Dynamis. And uh, uh, retaining them is very much closely linked to how do you care, what's your vision, what's your impact, and, and of course, uh, um uh, the role of the ceo is very much to uh, take care of every all of those aspects that you've just described from the the team to the customers to um, the community to really um, solving that problem to the investors as you mentioned um if we are sitting on the investor side um and we're considering to obviously uh invest money in into serona partners um, what is unique about you that we perhaps would be uh, looking for or as an investor? what What is really um, that, like, the key consideration? And I'm sure you, you have many investor meetings and uh, they're probably asking similar questions.
0: Um at the end of the day, when you're an investor and you're looking to deploy your capital in, um, in venture fund, whether you're a family office or a corporate VC or a financial institution, um, yes, you're definitely looking for financial returns, obviously, because you're investing and you need your you know, money to be in the right place. But there are many funds with similar performance, right? So the question is how, how do you choose and oftentimes, it comes down to partnership. And as an investor, you want to choose a good partner, a good partner where you can not only invest with, but you can um, grow with, you can partner with, you can uh, share other motivations or interests that you have with that partner and support each other to achieve your targets. So um, a few things, I believe, you know differentiates us. Um, one is that we are a family office as well. So we started as a single family office and we started investing our own capital in startup companies. And this is where the this seven, um, soon actually eight unicorns that, uh, that we backed came from. So we invested in their SID round and Series A round and Series B round. And uh, we, we invested our own money And so we keep a lot of the family spirit also today in the way we manage the the firm. And that's one big differentiator. Second is that we are very global. So we are headquartered in Israel. We are very strong and rooted in the Israeli ecosystem. So we have an excellent access to uh, Israeli-led companies, but we're not only Israeli. So we have excellent access to Silicon Valley companies as well. we're co-investing a lot with funds like um, uh, Green Bay Ventures and Andreessen Horowitz and Spark Capital, and um, we share deals with them. So we're very global, and that's that's a differentiation that we provide to our portfolio companies and you know essentially to our LPs as well. Um, and yeah, I think this is this is big opportunity that we have, and then. We believe in ecosystem um, and we are doing a lot more to both sides of our stakeholders. So we, with our portfolio companies, uh, we support them on revenue generation significantly. We support them on talent acquisition. Uh, we have a dedicated team that supports the companies in recruiting C-level and growth talent. And, and we take the companies to, um, to new markets and through a network that we've built about 350 corporate partners that we have around the world. And, and when an LP comes to invest with us, they don't just invest their money and they jo- They usually don't only see us as a financial investment. They see us as their partner in Israel and their partner in the Valley, and basically joining a club. Uh, most of our LPs today are either family offices or... Um, individuals. So we have a GP of uh, Andreessen Horowitz that invested with us, his personal money. We have a GP of uh, Spark Capital. Uh, we have uh, the biggest um, angel investor in Austria that invested with us. Uh, one of the wealthiest families in UK. We have a French family office. We have uh, a corporate VC from, from uh, Thailand that invested with us. Obviously a lot of um, family offices from the US. So it's kind of a club that joins together, partners together, invests together. Uh, the way I see investing is not like selling a product. You no, know, I mean, we ha- we're backing portfolio companies. Um, and we are entrepreneurs ourselves, both myself, my partner, we've built businesses. Um, investing is not like selling. When I'm meeting with an LP, I'm not coming to sell anything. It's not me selling and you buying. It is developing a relationship and a partnership and a friendship. And then if the LP feels that we have a good alignment you know, of, of values, of interests, of motivations, then they, they desire to do things together. And the way to do things together is to deploy capital together. We're also very exposed ourselves in our fund. I mean, we're investing ourselves a good portion of, uh, of the capital in the fund. So we practice what we preach and we walk the talk and this is this is something that um, really resonates with a lot of LPS, especially family offices that uh, resonates with our story and are also looking to you know implement more technology into their traditional businesses, think about how to move from uh, traditional business into tech. And, and having done that, we become a natural partner for those families um, to achieve their own you know, targets.
1: Thank you for sharing. You just described two important things here. You described what uh, is basically the, the secret sauce or what you look for in a ideal uh, uh, entrepreneur case. And also you described uh, really the... You mentioned one of really important point here. Whatever you do in life, you need partner. But uh, one important, of course, note is the right partner is so critical for your success as well as your well-being and, and and really joy in many ways because as you said I, I really appreciate the process you're going through um that is is really uh, quite um quite important and also special in many ways because it's you it's not happening overnight you you take the time to get to know each other and uh, align on many of those fronts and uh you talked about values. Care is one of your value, which here uh, is you know care is not a weakness. is is actually the opposite. is a strength and also provides the foundation to be um, to build sustainable relationships, sustainable businesses um, that can last. and And obviously, in your case, you want to really build businesses that are really solving global problems at scale. Um, what, uh, if we just look at um, young entrepreneurs perhaps or what they are on a journey today, um, what would be your advice to, to them, especially when they're at a very early stage, um, st- starting the, their journey and uh, thinking, should I be an entrepreneur? Should I, be, should I do a career? Because there's different, really, directions you can explore, uh, explore uh, career or entrepreneurship and um if uh, if you're in their shoes you know and knowing what you know today what would be your advice
0: i i think i'm biased (laughs) Marian. i don't think i can advise someone to not be an entrepreneur Um, (laughs) but uh, um so my advice would be start the first few years of your career um working in another company um ideally a startup company that is growing fast and enter into the company into a position that you can you know apply your talent obviously so if you're a good product person product or vice etc and spend five years approximately um, putting your talent into work for someone else's company and learning through that and and then my personal advice if you have the entrepreneurial spirit and the the entrepreneurial bug um go out there and 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 build a company Um, if you have the passion for a certain problem to solve um so for me entrepreneurship usually starts from a desire to solve a problem Right. I mean, you better start with a problem and find the right solution, then start with a product and try to invent a problem um, for it. So when when you do have a problem or a challenge or um, a gap that you identify, that you are really passionate in solving, go out there and solve it. And that's entrepreneurship.
1: Can you be an entrepreneur within an existing company? In your case, in a large entities that are scaling up or or a fast growth, can you be entrepreneur within an entrepreneur a entrepreneurial company?
0: You can definitely, and I, you know, some people this is this is what what fits them. Um, it depends on your um, risk capabilities, I believe. I mean, how. How much do you like the roller coaster? How much do you, be in the, do you like being in the driver's seat? Uh, how much do you like the liability of knowing that the salaries of all your people depend on your performance and how you, be, how you lead your company? Um, and obviously, you know, people are different. People are born different, and it's great. Uh, we need different people in in the texture of society. So you need to be genuine with who you are and where can you thrive. And then, um, and then choose your, you know, function of uh, whether do you want to build something from scratch, or you're better performing in an environment where you have, you know, a higher level of, um, of a solid ground.
1: You me- you mentioned one really uh, a word that is very dear to me, and I'm deeply passionate about is to help people thrive at work, not survive. Because if you thrive at work, your family can feel it. Your friends can feel it. Your community, and ultimately the profits and growth of company, of course, will be positively impacted. And um, coming to you, you're so young. Uh, to, you have uh, really done so much at such a, uh, early days. And um, you talk about thriving. Um, what gives you that? Uh, what sets your heart on fire to thrive at work? What is your what is your personal uh, motivation that gives you that uh, that drive, that energy?
0: Uh, so for me, what I am passionate about um, is solving problems and closing gaps uh, in the world. And the way I chose to to do that and to um, to translate that passion into action is by investing in in talented founders, and uh, by partnering with other family offices and corporate uh, VCs, um, in order to identify founders that are really strongly passionate about one specific problem, and then backing them up and supporting them to solve that problem. And, and the reason why I chose that is because it allows me to do that at scale. Um, and to solve more problems and to touch more peoples and businesses and, and that is really what drives me. I am, I'm very passionate about, you know, being the best at what, what I'm doing and we're doing, um, really building uh, a strong firm that consistently is able to back founders that are solving actual problems in the world and partnering with LPs that share our vision and whenever we accept a new LP into the into the fund um, and join, having them joining our journey, or when you see that a startup company hits the point where they got their market feet, and suddenly within you know overnight, you know how they say it takes seven years to become an overnight success, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes you start a company, and then after after a while, within days you suddenly find market fit and you start growing 30% month and month. And when that moment happens, that's something that is really makes me passionate and and keeps driving me forward. So for me, it's all about people um, on on both sides. When when we partner with an ULP, it's about the person and the people and who do we partner with. Um, And also when we invest in founders, it's a question of who do we invest in, not only what they're building, and when they succeed, um, then we succeed together. And, you know, we live once, right? So the best, I think the most important decision one should make is who are the people we spend time with during our lives. And work is a big part of our life. So what what motivates me is to, to really choose the right people to go our journey with on both sides on our LPS as well as uh, the founders we're backing.
1: wonderful too and uh, just uh, regarding your personal uh, well-being and, uh, and and obviously passion how do you take care of yourself I mean you're passionate you're giving hundred percent you're really that takes a lot of energy out of you I guess but uh, here you are you look uh, strong healthy smiley you know you I, I'm sure that uh, there is a lot a lot of work going behind that.
0: Um, first of all, Marianne, I, I, I truly think that the phrase "do something you love and you, you never work a day in your life is true, okay. and that keeps you young. You need to to listen to your passion and to do what you love. and that keeps you young and smiling. And else than that, I'm, um, I've been um, dancing since I was very young. And I have uh, my morning exercise routine um, that, I, that I keep uh, enviously. And else than that, you know, you need to listen to, to yourself. You need to eat what makes your body feel good. You need to sleep when you're tired. You need to take a day off when you feel, you know, overwhelmed. You need to take time with your family. Um, I think listening listening to yourself
1: wonderful final question what is your hope or uh, vision for a more caring for a better world if there was no limits and if you were really Mm. kind of uh, where capital was not an issue where there was literally no barriers in front of you what would you love to see in the world
0: Um, my ideal world would be a world where every single person is not focused on looking at things and saying what's bad in them or focusing on destruction, but rather focusing on creation and on asking asking oneself, how can I be better? How can this be better and focusing on, on you know building and creating rather than destructing and i think that if if we have the chance to get to that point in our lifetime then we're going to have an amazing world amazing society and a lot of entrepreneurs
1: wonderful i've never heard that before thank you for sharing that it's such a really a, a great insight and uh, absolutely the attitude, that focus, because whatever you focus, it grows. And if we focus on how can we be better, we will, will grow with that. And, and um, that is a, a fantastic wish. And I shall certainly uh, encourage more people and more leaders to do this, to do that um, around my circle. So thank you so much for joining us today and for taking your time. Blessings go out to your family, your team. um, Thank you. uh, Everyone associated with you and your community. And and thank you so much once again for being with us.
0: Thank you so much, Marianne, uh, for having me. And um, I hope for a lot more collaboration. We're having maybe just one invitation for the audience listening to us. Uh, We're going to have a big tech conference this June in Tel Aviv. Um, It's called Silicon Valley Comes to Tel Aviv. And anyone who's curious about the Israeli tech ecosystem is very welcome to to join.
1: Excellent. And final point: if obviously investors or uh, entrepreneurs would like to get in touch or be part of the conference, what's the best way to to reach out to you?
0: So definitely LinkedIn is a great way, um, and uh, feel free to reach out to connect. Send me a private message. Um, usually quite responsive there, and uh, happy to meet and speak with any any of you that wants to connect. Thank you so much, Marian.
1: Thank you so much for for being with us today.